playing ever more the meaningful notes. In our last topic, G-protein coupled receptor, it's the time to hit a few strokes more on this train. Compose yourself to learn in earnest. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD, Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. The horse of G-protein coupled receptor, let's pause our pace by quickly getting to know the major effector pathways. The first is the adenyl cyclase cyclic AMP pathway. Let me give you step by step how it goes on. First of all, the activation of adenyl cyclase occurs. It makes more of the cyclic AMP to accumulate. Now this cyclic AMP I know you all know is the second messenger. This makes the protein kinase A to phosphorylate a variety of the ion channels, enzymes, transporters, etc. It reflects in the form of different functions like increased contractility of the heart muscles, glycogenolysis, smooth muscle relaxation, lipolysis, etc. Other jobs of cyclic AMP are to open the cyclic nucleotide-gated calcium channels. It also helps in the binding of transcription factors like CAMP response element binding protein abbreviated as capital C-R-E-B, CREB. Now all these are more functions of cyclic AMP. They are all brought to halt. How? By hydrolyzing sword of the phosphodiesterases. Now this sword of phosphodiesterases acts on the cyclic AMP, converts it to 5-AMP. Among the various phosphodiesterase known, phosphodiesterase 5 is selective for cyclic GMP. I repeat, phosphodiesterase 5 is selective for cyclic GMP. Before I give you a special note on the cyclic GMP, let me give you some wonderful examples for this pathway. Increased cyclic AMP production due to beta-adrenergic receptor activation, it affects the glucose metabolism and the fat metabolism, especially in liver. And it is all mediated to GS, yes, stimulated form of this G-protein coupled receptors due to which the glucose, it acts as a fuel for the muscle contraction. Now this is the example of the stimulation. Let me exemplify the inhibition process too. Inhibition example, this includes decreased production of cyclic AMP, especially in the M2 cardiac muscle receptors and the opioid receptors. And this is all mediated by GI form. 
Now it's the time to cut out a chunk known as cyclic GMP from the cake of this complete description that is going on. Now I want to talk cyclic GMP for a while. Well, let's do it in the bullet points. It's to a second messenger and it is not found everywhere. Specifically, it's found in kidney, intestine and a few muscle tissues. Its function includes the relaxation mainly and there are some miscellaneous functions like salt and water absorption and natriuresis. It exists as cell membrane bound form and the cytosolic form that is it exists in two forms cell membrane bound form that is regulated by atrial natriuretic peptide abbreviated as capital ANP while the cytosolic form that is soluble and it is found in the vascular tissue it is governed or regulated by nitric oxide now this further all leads to the smooth muscle relaxation. And one wonderful example I have of the drugs like sildenafil. This drug is specially used to treat the condition of erectile dysfunction. Now this interferes with the cyclic GMP metabolism and it produces vasodilation. That's all about this adrenal cyclase cyclic AMP pathway. Let's move on. Coming over to the second effector pathway, the major steps that are followed, they are first of all, the phospholipase C beta that is activated via the GTP and that leads to the hydrolysis of the membrane phospholipid phosphatidyl inositol 4,5-bisphosphate. Yes, it's a long name. Let's abbreviate it. I have a very easy catchy abbreviation for this big name i won't repeat the name let me tell you the abbreviation because that is quite famous and you can use it as such and that is capital pip2 pip2 now further steps are that the second messenger namely ip3 that is 145 triphosphate so we have the abbreviation to use IP3 and DAG. These are the two second messengers that are formed in this step. DAG stands for, the capital DAG stands for diacylglycerol. Now what are the functions they are performing? They do the job and IP3, it moves the calcium from the endoplasmic reticulum stores into the cytosol while DAG, it assigns the protein kinase C into the membrane and it activates it too. So what is the use of activation of protein kinase C? This activated protein kinase C, it performs many functions via the phosphorylating variety of proteins in the cell. Okay, so we have done with the functions of the second messengers. What more? Calcium, that is the third messenger. I repeat, calcium is the third messenger. It gets stimulated from IP3. It does a great lot of function via calmodulin. Calmodulin, you can abbreviate it as capital C-A-M, CAM. And it also functions via the phosphokinase C, etc. 
Now calcium is doing its job via the calmodulin and phosphokinase C. What are the functions that are being performed? Now some of the functions to list they are smooth muscle relaxation, nerve excitation, movements within the cell, metabolism, cell function, cell proliferation, etc. And many of the hormones they are like thyrotropin releasing hormone, then neurotransmitters like serotonin that is 5-HT and PDGF. The growth factors they are all linked to the G protein that is GQ and they all activate the phospholipase C and function through this mechanism. Hmm, quite a lot of work being done. So what brings all this work to the end? Yes, that is an important part of each and every effective pathway. You should know how the pathway is terminated. So degradation of the second messengers ends the whole story in this second effective pathway because they are the main function performing messengers. Once they are degraded, the story ends. What is the fate of IP3 and what is the fate of DAG? Let's get to know. The fate of IP3. The IP3 is dephosphorylated to inositol and this inositol is used up in making the PIP2 again. Okay, I'm not giving you the full form of PIP. Just rewind and listen to that. It's a big name. What is the fate of DAG? Now some of it converts to phospholipids and some of it converts to arachidonic acid. That is the fate of DAG. They are all used in the cell membrane formation. That brings us to the end of the second effective pathway. Coming over to the third effector pathway. The third effector pathway is the regulation of the different channels. You see, G proteins, they are activated as GS, GI, GO, etc. And these activated G proteins, they have the ability to open or close ion channels. Which ion channels? Calcium channels, potassium channels. And that also directly. Yes, no need of second messengers here now. Let's dive inside this description. The GS form, it may open the myocardial calcium channels. The GQ and the GI, it may open the heart smooth muscle potassium channels. And also, it may inhibit the nerve calcium channels. And guess what is the main acting moiety here? Who is the actor of this story? Well, in this whole direct channel regulation, the main role is played by the beta-gamma dimer. Remember, alpha-beta-gamma subunits of G-protein receptor? Yes, in the direct channel regulation, there is no role of the alpha subunit. The beta-gamma dimer is the hero. And then, a chain of responses, a variety of responses can be seen. Like transmitter release, smooth muscle relaxation, altered nerve activation, etc. Some of the examples to state, they are M2 receptors in the heart. They increase the potassium channel permeability, while opioid analgesics, 
They decrease the nerve excitability by opening the potassium channels. That's too much of information, Storm, to be acceptable for the day. Let us stop the talk. Ponder over. Yes, it is a Sunday and it's a time to execute the holiday plans, the much-awaited plans from last seven days. Now let me take a step back and make your weekend joy flow uninterruptedly. Make the best of today. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.isfarmecologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name as Pharmacology Difficult. If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.